We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. New England has no timeouts remaining. 23 seconds to play, and the Jets are going officially now to the AFC Championship game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Right back at it on the fan. You can come back in at KM to AM, a five-hour variety. Um, I was dealing with the baby today, first day, dealing with the baby, and then my wife coming back from work and passing off and me rushing into the city as she's rushing out of the city. Forgot my headphones, but ack. Appreciate you, ack. Hopefully the audience will bear with us here. That's why we're here for you, you know? I got, <laughs> I got an extra pair. So, here you go. You're all plugged and ready to go. Thank you. As I good mean, as new. I, I think I've done that maybe once. That's usually something that I don't usually do ever because I have two sets. I have the, like, studio headphones, and then I have the small, um, like, white earbud type headphones. Yes. But here we go, everybody. We've all been there. Rich Ackerman, the sounds, man. Sounds coming. You need that sound, that that level that you like it in your head. Well, not even. I don't care about how I sound. I care about how the callers sound. I gotta. This is true have the too. headphones to listen to the callers. But but there's like a comfort level with the with the uh, decibel level in your headsets. You know, Summers used to talk about that all the time. You guys are old radio heads. You guys are way deeper. Than <laughs> as long as you can hear yourself, that's okay. That's all I'm that not, matters. I'm not worried about no decibels. I'm just worried about go. what the uh, callers are saying so I can hear them right. and talk back and have a good show. I think you'll be good. Good so, to see you, Ak. I was just saying I missed Ak call the Mets game a couple weeks back, and nobody told me. Nobody gave me the heads up. I don't really listen to the Mets games, I don't really watch Mets games. But if I was going to pick one, it would be the one that Rich Ackerman was calling. We kept it close to the vest. Appreciate you, (laughs) Ack. Thank you. Appreciate you. See you you on the next update? Yes, 8 o'clock. Okay. So that was a different intro. Tuesday, baby, Tuesday. Got the club going up on a Tuesday. I haven't been on since Friday night late. Shout out to everyone that showed up to Dick Sporting Goods on Saturday. That was cool. Nick Mangold, Phil Sims, and I with a little Q&A. It's great to meet WFAN listeners in person. I appreciate the love. Um, fanatics, 
Nike, Dix, and WFAN, thank you for letting me be a part of that. Uh, tonight we'll do a Casamigos Big Shot at 11 p.m. Shout out to the good folks at Casamigos. Raul Ibanez will join me at 8 p.m. And Dan Duggan, who covers the Giants for The Athletic, at 10 p.m. So 877-337, a six is six and two more sixes. You might as well call now because if you want to get on the show, We'll do that in the first hour. I'll open up with a few things. Like I said, I haven't been on since Friday, so maybe you heard my football Friday picks. I certainly didn't pick the Jets or the Giants to win, but we'll talk about the Jets and the Giants later in the show. I feel like we've beaten that dead horse the last two days. We get it. We know. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, Zach Wilson. What a relief. That's that's how I felt watching Zach Wilson. I was relieved that the number two overall pick this kid could actually play the position. I was relieved for him, for all of us. And Daniel Jones, I think people are being really hard on Daniel Jones. He was impaired last night. <laughs> he was altered last night. Like, try and play quarterback after getting hit, after hit, after running the ball, getting positive yards, taking hits. You're just not in the right headspace. You're not thinking correctly. You're missing reads. You're pressing. You're trying to do it all on your own. And Boy, do they miss Saquon Barkley and Andrew Thomas. Those are their two best players on offense, and you're not going anywhere without those guys. So we'll get into the Jets and the Giants later. I've got way more thoughts and takes than that. I've, I've honestly filled up five pages of notes in the last three days on uh, all of our New York sports teams. But the Mets and the Yankees, right, they're done. We're watching October baseball tonight. If you're watching the games like I'm watching the games, throw me on in the background and we can watch together, and I'm a baseball guy. You should know that about me. MLB Fan Cave in 2014, MLB Network off base the show last year in 2022. I, I pay attention to the whole league. I'm a Yankee fan first, but I love baseball. I can watch these games and get something out of it, and I think you can watch these games and get something out of it too. I'll give you my hate list tonight and a couple guys I'm rooting for, like Jordan Montgomery. I love to see Monty with a beard as the ace of the staff down in Tampa where he's very familiar from spring training and probably has a place down there and he's pitched in Tropicana before. I, I like to see Monty go out there tonight and shove or earlier today, a 3 o'clock game. That's another thing, folks. Baseball, they figured it out. You'll hear me talk to Raul Ibanez a little bit uh, about the state of the game and I just feel like baseball's in such a good place in a healthy place for the sport. After two years ago, we're thinking the sport is dying that with the lockout, they're not going to be able to recover. We didn't know how long it was going to. No, they did the right things. And one of the right things they did was putting this wild card slate on the ESPN family of networks, ABC, ESPN, ESPN2. Easy to find, right? The game's not on TBS or speaking of MLB Network, MLB Network, which everyone doesn't necessarily have. These are easy to find. I go looking for the game. As soon as I turn on TV, oh, this game's on ABC. I was shocked to see Rangers raise on ABC, good on Major League Baseball making that happen. The Rangers go and blank the Tampa Bay Rays. All the Yankee fans in the background with the golf clap like, yep, that's what I like to see. Nobody wants to see Tampa advance. We'd love to see them lose the next game. It's hard to win two in a row. But the Rangers go out there and handle business with Jordan Montgomery on the mound. And I'm hearing Tim Kirchin say, eh, I don't know why the Yankees traded Jordan Montgomery. I do. Um, because they signed Aaron Hicks to a deal to be the center fielder. And after he signed that deal, he was never really good. 
So they had to move Aaron Judge to center field and a bunch of other cast of characters to play center field for the New York Yankees. And when they just kept running into issues at the deadline, Harrison Bader became available, even in a walking boot. Like, ah, you know, the guy's hurt, but you can have him for one of your starters. And the starter happened to be Jordan Montgomery. Yankee fans, call me up 877-337-6666 if you would like to see Monty return. I'll tell you my thoughts on that in a little bit. But right now I'm watching Michael Kay, the Minnesota Twins, Pablo Lopez, who was rumored to be traded last year when Jordan Montgomery got traded. Remember, that's what we all thought last year, Yankee fans. Wait, Pablo Lopez was going to be traded for Glaber Torres. How are we losing a starter? We don't have enough pitching. Well, the rumor was that Pablo Lopez was going to be sent over here in a deal with Glaber Torres, and that didn't fall through. But instead, the Marlins trade with the Twins. Luis Arise, first guy to ever win the batting title in the AL and NL back-to-back years. They make that deal. Pablo Lopez shows up today to the ballpark in a Johan Santana jersey. Why? My baseball fans are following. Because (laughs) the Minnesota Twins, Minnesota Knights, they've gone 0-18 since Johan Santana made the last start in a victory for Minnesota in the postseason. They are trying to break... That slide, they're trying to break that slump. And Royce Lewis, he he's all about it. I don't know if you were listening to me one night when I had Royce Lewis as my Casamigos big shot of the night. I think he had two grand slams in one night. And we talked about how this guy's got all these grand slams. And he's really only got, I think he's got four grand slams and like 16 career home runs. He's legit. So I got eyes on the baseball. And I think we should definitely talk baseball tonight. It's October. And unfortunately, the Yankees aren't in it. And the Mets aren't in it. But the Yankees let you know that Aaron Boone will be coming back. No one is shocked. No one is surprised. We know that. I knew that. We've been talking about that for months. As soon as that article came out that said Aaron Boone was meeting with Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner on the future of the Yankees, I said, why is he in the meeting? (laughs) If this is the worst season in all of these years, that manager's got to go. They don't look at him as a problem, but... What will happen is he'll get a mulligan next year. They'll come up short, and then they'll let him go. Speaking of, you know, a guy being let go in the worst season, I felt bad for Buck Showalter. I really did. And if you heard me the, you know, weeks leading up to this, I said I didn't think that they should move on from Buck Showalter because this is his last hurrah. This guy came back to be a manager in Major League Baseball. He may not get another opportunity. He's 67. Let him Manage the Mets, it's not his fault. Let him manage these guys until he wants to hang it up. You're not going to find a smarter baseball guy. You're not going to find a sharper guy as far as knowing the game and the ins and outs of the game. But you know what? It's business. It's not personal. And uh, I couldn't even watch Buck talk at the end of the game. I'm like, oh, man, this this is not right. He's such a nice guy, a nice old man. And they tell him before the last game, you're out of here. David Stearns is here. And if you've heard me speak on the Mets, I really think this is the turning point. You hire a new president of baseball operations, the first, and this guy is going to lead you to the promised land. Everybody knows his pedigree, his acumen. I mean, everybody has talked about this guy as the savior. And with the moves that they made at the deadline, I just really feel like this is the last down season. This is the last LOL Mets, same old Mets season before it turns And they're a consistent contender. They're a perennial postseason team. 877-337-6666 if you disagree. So 
Boone stays. Buck has to go. I mean, you can't have the highest payroll in baseball history and come up that short. <laughs> you can't you can't have a manager manage that team after you go pay all those guys, right? You know, and I think they said something about, you know, David Stern's looking for somebody who could manage people. I think Buck was just a little bit too old to manage these guys. Francisco Lindor loves him. They said P- Pete Alonso was going to storm up to Steve Cohen's office in the I, I don't know. But I I know if you are the manager of the team with the highest payroll in Major League Baseball history and they are over 10 games under 500 and miss the postseason. You got to go. You got to go. And if there's a new guy coming in to run the show, he should have the option to pick his guy and move forward. So we'll start there with the Yankees conversation, the Mets conversation. I'll mix in some other things about Pete Alonzo, some rumors that I saw. And then we'll look at the postseason, right? We'll look at what's going on tonight, what's to come. I'll give you my thoughts and my picks and Uh, We'll look at the hate list and the root list, the guys that I'm rooting for, the guys that I'm hating on, and the teams that I'm rooting against. And We will get to the same conversation around Zach Wilson. I think it's hilarious how everybody killed this guy, myself included. Everybody said he can't play, he can't play. He shows you he can play a little bit. (laughs) Like He just shows you he can play quarterback in the NFL. He can make throws. He can actually put a drive together. And now everybody's like, oh, he's a superstar. Oh, this is the kid we drafted number two overall. Listen, what what it is is the season is not completely dead. You follow me? Like, this kid showing that he could play wasn't just him. They also opened up the playbook. We'll get into it. But for the Jets fans, I think the most positive thing that came from that was that, okay, the season is not doomed because Zach Wilson is at quarterback. They are going to mix it up with the play calling. They are going to let him play a little free. They aren't going to just say, hey, we had this set up for Aaron Rodgers. They're now adjusting. It took a couple weeks, right? He goes down week four. They go into Dallas week two. You didn't stand a chance against a cohesive unit, if you heard me say that. A cohesive unit that's been together for years. You didn't stand a chance. Then the elements played a factor in your home stadium against the Patriots. Zach Wilson himself last year said, "Ah, come on, guys, you know it's, it's windy as hell out there. Like The kid is soft. It is what it is. But he has an arm, and I think he can play the position as he showed in the biggest stage, the biggest spotlight. He could have folded. He had Joe Namath going at him. Joe Namath now retracted his statement, says he wants him here for 10 years. He showed up and outplayed Patrick Mahomes. And they opened up the playbook. They took some chances. They ran a flea flicker. They had a reverse. Uh, they had him throwing back shoulder throws where he's right on the money. And I think that the the Jets season, I'm not saying they're making the playoffs. And I told you guys that. I mean, <laughs> I think it's interesting my position as not a Jets or Giants fan on the fan. In the summer when I was saying, <laughs> look at the Yankees, look at the Mets, and use caution. Don't believe the hype. This is the mega hype capital. New York, New York, baby. The mecca of hype. All we do is overhype everyone and everything around here instead of just looking at little things like, hey, that offensive line isn't that good, and your QB2 is Zach Wilson. You're probably going to default into him sooner rather than later with a 40-year-old quarterback. When you say that, it's, hey, stop hating. Stop hating. Oh, dream killer. Buzzkill. No. You know, when I came on and said that the Madden or or that – 
Hard Knocks was like the Madden curse. People were like, what, what are you talking about? Last time they were on Hard Knocks, they went to the AFC Championship. Completely different thing. Completely different team and media. Like It's, it's just different now. So here we are with a football season in front of us that could be over. You have a 1-3 and three team. And take all the characters out of it. The Rob Salas, we'll talk about him tonight for sure. Um, Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson. Like, you have a one and three team that did everything they could to get a Hall of Fame quarterback. They lost him four plays in. They're not a Super Bowl contender anymore. They're, they're most likely not even a playoff team anymore. But the season is not over because this young man did show that he could get off the mat, that he wasn't going to fold. I mean, he did fold in the game. He, he himself said. I lost us the game. And you did, son. Even though people want to pat you on the back after one game and start talking about the future when the future is unknown, you dropped the ball. You had the ball in your hands. You could have went down and scored. You literally dropped the ball. You can't do that in Pop Warner, high school, college, or NFL with the game on the line. And then talking about Daniel Jones before we break here, 877-337-6666. Imagine trying to drive through um, Tropical Storm Ophelia for four days in constant rain, and you're drunk. <laughs> like That is what Daniel Jones was trying to do out there as far as pushing the ball downfield, completing passes, being successful. You have an offensive line that can't hold anybody, not for one Mississippi, two Mississippi. You don't have Saquon Barkley. So you are literally food for the defense, the defensive coordinator, the defensive line, Linebackers, secondary, they can't wait to feast on you. And since you signed a $40 million a year contract, they think that that money changed you. They think that money made you He-Man, Superman, made you Optimus Prime. No, the quarterback is really only as good as the people around him. The quarterback is the distributor. And you know what? I mean, I played the position in high school. I didn't play it in, in, in NFL. I played it in college. And what I remember, when you're under duress, you're sweating, you're hot, you're hit. Like, what you guys don't see when you're watching Daniel Jones is he's wearing every single hit he took. Hit after hit after hit. This guy is wearing it. He's tough, so he's not showing it. But he's scared to get hit again. And not scared to get hit where he's screaming and running off the field. Ah, don't hit me. But it's like, all right, I'm making mistakes, and I'm stepping out of bounds. I'm doing things that I wouldn't normally do if I was clean. The Giants' offensive line is a problem. That's why they're signing Justin Pugh. Can't hurt. Can't, whatever. Worked him out in Arizona. Can't hurt. Bring him in. Because that offensive line might be the worst offensive line in the league. They suffered injuries last night. And without Andrew Thomas, your best player on offense, or your 1B one, one to Saquon's 1A, you don't stand a chance against the Seahawks, uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. Damn sure not against the Dolphins and the Bills coming up. So, Brian Dable, I'm looking at you throwing tablets and just shaking your head that's your team they look sloppy they look unprepared they look like a team that can't tackle that's on you you had extra days to prepare from Thursday night football on that's on you coach of the year but you know you're taking it out on Daniel Jones take it out on the offensive line did I see him laying into the offensive line last night maybe you guys did call me up if you did we got plenty of time five hour show km to am seven to midnight if you're watching baseball and you want to talk baseball with me, call me up. If you want to get into the conversation around Zach Wilson and the Jets, Daniel Jones and the Giants, call me up. And we'll definitely talk about Aaron Boone, the Yankees, and this audit, and David Stern, the Mets, and the future in Queens. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got a break right now, and I'll be right 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back after this. When this happened, you talk about it on the fan. Mike Piazza has now hit more home runs than any catcher in the history of Major League Baseball. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yes, sir. Feels good to be back. Three days off, three-day weekend. Honestly, last night, I didn't even realize I wasn't on. (laughs) With the Giants being on Monday Night Football and then the extended Giants post-game, C-Mac came on right after, and I think that's good because C-Mac is a Giants fan, and I know he was feeling some type of way. Giants fans will get there. We'll get there in a second. (laughs) Jets fans will get there as well. I haven't really gotten to speak on the Jets or the Giants, but I watched... And I took notes, and I got a lot to say and some thoughts. But I, you know, I think there's nothing that I can really add differently than anyone else in you know the last two days. Maybe I'll say it differently, but I don't have any hot takes or a different angle. It is what it is. The season's cooked. <laughs> Josh is in the Bronx. What's up, Josh? You're on the fan. I'm telling you, this is incredible. Anyway, three or four weeks ago, I told Paulie, you know, and you too, Monday's my birthday. October 8th, Denver and the and the Jets are playing. Now, there's no Aaron Rodgers and the Sean Payton hype and everything. That's all gone, Keith. And like you said, you know, it is what it is, man. So, you know, we're back to square one. You know, you just wrapped it up and you said it nicely. It is what it is. So, with that being said and everything, I just want to look forward to your callers and hearing what they have to say and everything. And, you know, I can't really think anything to say because, you know, it's your show and everything, and I don't want to take away any of the thunder. You know what I mean? No, nah, so you're thank great. you for you're, taking my call. You got it, have Josh. Great night. Mm-hmm. Appreciate Bye. you. Leading off, Josh was waiting in the queue. First up, I go to you. If I, if I see your name up there before I could even get my headphones on, you're the man, Josh. So... Going back to that, and happy birthday. Happy early birthday, if I forget. That's a must-win game for the Jets. I mean, that game was circled as soon as Sean Payton came out there to talk about Nathaniel Hackett. Now, it seems like he's struggling a bit too, huh? And when he mentioned Nathaniel Hackett and the terrible job he did, I could tell what that was, you know. That's him coming in saying, oh, man, there's a lot of work to do here. This is a mess. Well, who can I blame it on? I can't blame Russell Wilson. I can't blame the players individually. Let me blame the one-and-done head coach who will face as an offensive coordinator. 
I mean, if you need any added motivation, any juice after coming off of a close game against the defending champs, Zach Wilson playing his best game of his career, there you go. I would be gearing up to go to Denver and leave it all out there. Don't let anything stop you from winning, even the refs, even the refs. NFL bogus. I don't know if you guys have ever heard me use the term NFL bogus, hashtag NFL bogus. It's something that I've been speaking on for years because the NFL is bogus. If you really watch, if you watch like most of the people listening that are football fans watch, there is nonsense on the field and off the field. On the field is mostly officiating. That Jets game was the most NFL bogus game I have ever seen. Non-calls and calls, holding calls, not holding calls, just like intentional ground. Like, it's just so obvious. And then NFL, I don't know what they were thinking coming out and just writing in their social media handle, oh, the Chiefs are 2-0 and as Swifties. It's just like, wow, you guys have gotten so lost. You're so deep in the marketing. You're so deep in the, like, collaboration market- marketing. You forget that, like, this is competition. This is sport. This is a team against team, fan base against fan base, and there's a fan base that feels like they could have won that game. And obviously, you know, games don't come down to one call or one play. But, man, it was tough watching that game with some of the flags and some of the other stuff. I have some notes on it. We'll we'll get back to it. But I want to take your calls before 8 o'clock. Again, Raul Ibanez interview coming up at 8. Keith McPherson on the fan till midnight. Let's go to Brian down in Barnegat, New Jersey. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Brian? I'm good. So I want to talk about you know, as we watch these playoffs that the Yankees are not a part of, uh, let's talk a little bit. Uh, let's talk about next year and what I want to see. What do you want to see? Go for it. Okay. In terms of the catchers, Austin Wells definitely got to still be there. And I'd love to see, I don't even, whatever happened to uh, Anthony Siegler after they drafted him in the first round in 2018. He's a catcher in their minor league system. <laughs> we can't be worried about Anthony Siegler. I thought you were about to say what happened to Jose Trevino. Uh, it's going to be Jose Trevino and Austin Wells. They can tell Higgy, thank you for the time. Good luck wherever you go. Uh, here's what I'll say to that, Brian, and thanks for the call. Don't get your hopes up, Yankee fans. Don't don't have your wish list together, right? You guys are putting together your your Christmas list. Santa Claus isn't real anymore. Santa Claus was real when we were kids in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. Santa Santa Claus ain't real anymore. You gotta grow up. I've grown up a ton. I have a kid now, and in growing up, I realized that like the Yankees of old, what we had when the Yankees dominated the league, it's like what goes around comes around, and the Yankees aren't set on that coming back around. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to do every single thing in their power to make sure that they're at the top of the league. And and even if they did, let's say they, they did satisfy all of your wants and got every player you possibly wanted. Uh, Yamamoto, Cody Bellinger, they trade for Juan Soto. There's still a reality that they could come up short with Aaron Boone as the manager. No, I'm just kidding. I don't hate Booney. I just think it's just like, we've seen enough. Oh, I don't know. It's like, you... Uh, the definition of insanity, you all know. It's like if you're gonna, if you're really trying to like bounce back and do something different and change, like, what are we doing? 
where where that's exactly what they're doing. What are we doing? Think about what I just said, right? Santa Claus isn't real, and they're not going to go out and do all those things. They're going to honor his contract over going out to find a better manager, right? They're going to honor uh, Aaron Judge's word that, oh, yeah, it's not Boone's fault. We all love him. But it's like, bro, I, how many times did we see Boone get ejected? That's his number one thing. Boone is known for getting ejected because that's the only thing he can control, right? Everything else is controlled by other people around him. The only thing that he's not told when to do is when to chew out an umpire, and he's great at that. But that doesn't help the Yankees win because all of the umpires have it out against the Yankees since, I don't know, Brett Gardner was banging his bat on the top of the dugout. Do you think the the Yankees keeping Aaron Boone is just because they know they have a guy that will listen, and if they want to go for a younger, different guy, they're going to say, you're nuts. This is a, like I get the call here, not you. It's it's he's an extension of Brian Cashman. Sean Casey, come come right back down to Sean Casey, come back. Half a season, come come right back. We're not actually going to go out there and run an audit and look at every like the audit was run already. Is isn't Boone a part of the audit? Right? If you're looking at every single thing, and there's another I, I saw something from Andy Martino that is it's not ac- actually the audit that we think. We'll 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 get there too. But they, they're already starting with the excuses. They're already starting with the, we know better than you. This doesn't have to change. I'm not expecting the Yankees to get to the World Series next year. They they should be trying to. I'm not expecting them to win I the World Series. I think they always they, try to, uh, but because they're, they're the nah, Yankees. When you cut corners, that's that's like, it's like half-assing it to me. Well, wait, if they fired Aaron Boone, if, if they did, yeah, would can, that make you feel go. better? If they if they fired Aaron Boone, it would be a sign that this isn't good enough. 82 and 80, you can't even go to Kansas City against their all-time worst team. That Kansas City Royals team lost 106 games this year. That tied their worst team record of all time. You can't even go into Kansas City and win that series. Hmm. It's tough. So it's like, and, and then you got guys like Carlos Rodon on the mound bumping into Matt Blake. Kind of like Big Dog and Matt Blake, he can't get an out. Like, I need an authority figure in that clubhouse. As the Mets are talking about finding someone that can manage guys and personalities, I I need somebody that doesn't have pet names for everybody on the team. Glaby and Judgy, Kingy. Like, like what, what are we doing, bro? We're trying to win. Like, I need a, a manager that, like, I, he's not their friends. I wa- and the issue with this name is he might be. I wonder how many Yankee fans would want Buck Showalter. To take over. We had Buck already. I wonder how many would want him back. Not that many. That's I your think Mets brain. if it was Buck or Boone. If it's Buck or Boone, we're going to stick with Boone because Buck coming in, he doesn't have a relationship with these guys. Well, maybe, but I maybe feel like that would maybe be a shock that. to the system. A new manager would be like, all right, playtime's over. You guys are too comfortable going through the motions. Right. And I guess showing up our pitching coach, showing up our rookie catcher because you can't get an out. There's no authority figure where Carlos Rodon thinks he's the man because he's got a six year, $162 million contract. You sucked out there. But yet you can show up Matt Blake, who's quiet as kept, an innocent pitching coach. An actual manager would have guys in line. Yeah. But, I, but the issue is the reason why they're not going to get a new manager. Is because, as you said, the captain. They, well, well, Judge they, loves loves Aaron Boone. They're best of well, their and best they of know friends. Aaron Boone isn't going to deviate from their plans. And he whereas, is an extension of get, them. Whereas, if you get a Craig Council, for example, or another young bench guy, they're going to say, "No, this is my call." In the middle of a game, if it if the book says to bring in a lefty and I want to bring in a righty, I'm bringing in a righty. I don't care what the analytics say. 
Yeah, I don't know. And that, 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 that's the difference. And, and that's Phil, why you Phil keep the Nevin, guy. Phil Nevin, not good enough in Anaheim. Uh, Gabe Kepler, not good enough in San Francisco. Right here in New York, Buck Showalter, not good enough. You can go. Yeah. It's business, not yes. personal. Yes. But it's extremely personal with them because Aaron Boone never managed any other team. There are guys losing their jobs that have managed multiple MLB teams. In the worst season that Yankee fans have had the stomach in years, that guy's coming right back. And he was comfortable in it. While they're losing nine games, he's pulling up to do live podcasts. He's talking to them about the future. You are part of this. You lead these men out there. You put the lineup together, we think. You make the decisions of when these starters are done and who comes out of the bullpen. Well, I guess that's the question. Does he, re- does he really make the decision on bullpen? Does he really make the decision on the lineup? That's the question. Nobody knows. Nobody actually knows. Tommy on Long Island, on the fan. Go for it, Tom. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? I'm good. Good to be back. Uh, I'm trying to find this game in here. I cannot find it on the TV in here. Like, the well, way our TVs are set up is not. On. Milwaukee, Arizona's on, I think, 36. Yeah, but the TVs aren't set up like that in here. It's, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm oh. about to just watch it on the MacBook, but I've been literally the whole show since 7 o'clock clicking through the channels to find this game. It's on ESPN, but like ESPN isn't just channel like 36. And well, I got 35, ESPN. Somebody, yeah. somebody played some funny games with us here at WFAN. Like, the channels are not as they are labeled on the TVs in here. <laughs> what are you doing over there? As, I, as I'm scrolling through a Brian Dable uh, Ford F-150 commercial on MSG. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about uh, Brian Dable uh, throwing uh, tablets. Want to buy, you want to buy one of them? I don't. Nah, that, we, yeah, we, uh, it's funny. The hype capital, we definitely jumped the gun on, oh, Brian Dable, he's he's the coach of the year. He's the right man for the job. Might, <laughs> yeah, right. Might be but stuck he, in the same revolving door of a new coach every two, three years that the Giants have been in. Well, Keith, I got to tell you one thing. I want to get to the Cowboys if you give me a minute. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the mess for a minute. Who do you think is going to be the next manager? I mean, you're talking about Boone and all that. Kind Greg of Council? Yeah. I mean, who do you think is the next manager? I don't know. For the Mets, I don't know either. Oh, um, yeah, I have no idea. That's what I said. I said Craig Council. I don't know. I just it's it's starting. Oh, he's from uh, Milwaukee, right? Yeah, so he's it's somebody that he's worked with before, similar to how like you know Joe Shane and Brian Dable came over here together. You want somebody that you're going to be working with every day, making those big decisions. You you don't want it to be a stranger. You want it to be somebody that you have experience with, a relationship with. Uh, I I would I would lean Craig Council. If the Brewers get knocked out, then. They they were probably going there. If I had to well, take one guess, or Carlos Beltran, he's been in the building already. He was supposed yeah. to be the guy a few years ago. Maybe maybe Los gets a chance. Well, I agree with Um What do you think about the uh, uh, Stern hiring? Uh, I, I watched the press conference. He definitely comes yeah. off as a straight up nerd. I think he's a Harvard guy, <laughs> yeah, and it's just it is a sign of the times in Major League Baseball, right? As yeah. we always talk about analytics and these analytical nerds and these Ivy League guys that are inside of baseball, that's all where right. that's where they're headed. Uh, I I I think his pedigree and all the things we've heard about him, you know, he's supposed to be great. But imagine he isn't. Imagine the Mets just keep on being the Mets, and there's just something with the baseball gods where they laugh and say, "No, it don't matter who you get to own the team, run the team, be the manager <laughs> of the team. They're still the Mets, and they're still the stupid Mets." Kind of heck. About the Jets, what do you think uh, 
sax performance. Oh, wow. What about next week? It's crazy, right? The, same old Zach, the guy, right? The guy, the, the guy just, just gives us NFL-level quarterback play. Right. And after people killed him for three years, some of those same people are like, that's my guy. I knew he could do it. Oh, no, season back on. He's he's going to be a star. I'm like, wow. One game you, is such a small sample size. Do it again. Do it again. It's no way. It's so laughable. It's unbelievable. Do it again. He um, still lost the game for them. When it came right, down when it came right. down to it, he dropped a snap and fumbled the game away. Right. We're we're celebrating the guy in a loss. Uh, we had a couple of bad calls, but and give credit where credit is due because he absolutely deserves some credit the way everybody talked down on him, the right. way everybody trashed him. Right. You give credit where credit is due, but come on now. We got to we got to measure it a little bit. That's the thing. We're not measured at all. It is overreaction central, hype central. Thanks for the call, Tommy. Now I've got the game on. Thanks, Paulie. Milwaukee is up one nothing on Arizona. And the Blue Jays Twins game went final. The Twins win 3-1. So we're, we're looking all right out there, Yankee fans. The Rangers beat the Rays 4-0. And the Minnesota Twins, our pals, they always do what we need them to do. They beat the Blue Jays 3-1. So we'll be watching the Milwaukee Brewers game in here. Milwaukee versus Arizona. I've got Raul Ibanez coming up. And uh, I think we'll break here, Paulie, and we'll have some time for, we'll have some time for more calls before we go to that. All right, so let's break. Right now, your official station to talk Jets, the fan 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Tuesday night, back at it on the fan. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, had a couple days off to watch football and now we've got the postseason it's the most wonderful time tomorrow we will mix in some Knicks conversation some Brooklyn Nets conversation some New Jersey Devils woo Rangers Islanders because we're gonna need it (laughs) we're absolutely going to need to roll right over into our uh, indoor winter sports I told y'all, man, and I hate to be the guy to say I told you so, right? Nobody likes that on the radio, like, uh, I told you so guy. But, I mean, I know there's enough people that consistently listen to me when I'm on at 1 in the morning where I was like, don't believe the hype. Use caution. We should learn. I was hurt this year by the New York Yankees. I'm still hurt over it. I don't know when I'm going to get over it. And the Mets, I'm sure they hurt a lot of your feelings, too. This is an all-time bad year for New York baseball after coming in with such high expectations. We were saying, we need football. Football, save us from this misery. And look where we are going into week five. Gary's in Waterbury, Connecticut on the fan. What's up, Gary? Keith, not Bill. McPherson, not Sweat. This is the best city in the world. How many decades of junk are we going to see? I'm frankly embarrassed. The season is over. Everything. Even if the rival teams that I can't... How is the best city in the world showing up with this junk for decades? How many decades are we going to do this? I don't know. I I mean, the New York Liberty might save us. 
but they're not going to get the applause that they should get even if they do. I'll see you at the parade if they do win it all. Um, I, I don't know. NYCFC won it uh, two years ago, and nobody really cared about that. It sucks to have our I'm major sports be I'm, embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. They're doormats. They are, they are embarrassing us like, year in and year out. All, I don't know. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. The greatest fans in the world, the greatest city in the world, the greatest sports radio it, station in the world, and we're in misery all the time. We can't get one, not one championship of anything. It's a combination of a few things, Gary. I was thinking about it as I was putting my notes together, and I was thinking about how the Mets and the Yankees collapsed and how we were talking Super Bowl for the Jets and how, oh, the Giants added some talent. They're going right back to the playoffs. <laughs> And uh, that's not going to happen on either side because it's just hard to do. One, the pressure. There's a ton of you, pressure here in New York. These you players can't even score a touchdown in a home game. Two home games, you can't get a touchdown. Yeah, and you, you're not a real team. Yeah, they're 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 a rebuilding no. team. I think we got ahead of ourselves with the Giants as well as the Jets. They're both in a rebuild, and uh, they don't. Well, the Jets have more talent. We got to separate that too. I. I remember I'm last hurt. year lumping them together. We got to separate the Jets and the Giants conversation. They're not. I don't think I've ever been this down. It's been too long. It's. I, Are you I'm a Knicks fan? Down. I'm real down. Huh? Are you a Knicks fan? You root for the Knicks? No. I was no, gonna say. Well, at least the no, Knicks are but, out of their darkness somewhat. Like I think the Knicks are gonna be competitive. We'll 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 lean into the Knicks. I think the Knicks can but really rally. The Yanks rally. are on a downturn. The Yanks are hurting me. They're they're down. Yeah, they're going yeah. down slope. They're rolling. Downhill and gathering uh, yeah, too much more. It hurts. Thanks for the call, Gary. I mean, for me, uh, you guys have heard me say this a ton. Um, I go to school to, you know, get a degree, and I pick radio and television as my major, and I strike out in the corporate world, and I do a bunch of other odd jobs, uh, driving Lyft Uber, working at restaurants, being a social media manager 11 years later. Uh, I get on the radio in New York, and, I mean, last year was my first full season with the Yankees, and we were thinking World Series. We were thinking they're back, and that was fun until it wasn't, until we got swept out of the ALCS, but this year, man, has sucked. Uh, my only saving grace is I'm like, oh, I picked the right year to have a kid. <laughs> I picked the right year to not be able to go to the stadium as much as I used to, but I'm worried about the future, right? I'm worried about... Uh, will the Yankees figure it out or will they just continue to be smug and arrogant? And it's, it's Brian Cashman at the, at the center of it. Like I'm watching the Brewers right now. Who's starting for the Brewers. Let me pull up the box score. So I, I don't, um, let my eyes deceive me. Who's starting for the Brewers. Cause I just saw him in the batter's box. Um, well, not the starting pitcher, Pauly. Who's starting for the Brewers? I'm, I'm being kind of facetious here. At third base, <clears throat> is that Josh Donaldson wearing number three? Starting in October, Josh Donaldson finds his way back into the postseason, and his former teammates are all sitting at home. Ain't that a... And for the Mets, Mark Canna's over there, DHing. <laughs> For the Mets fans, how do you feel about Mark Canna? I feel like the Mets fans are rooting for Mark Canna to do well over there. They don't have any reason to hate him. But Yankee fans have plenty of reason to hate Josh Donaldson. And why was Josh Donaldson here in the first place? How did he even get on the Yankees? That didn't make any sense. Because I hated that guy when he was in Toronto. 
And then when the Braves had him and he got that big deal and he ended up with the Twins, I remember laughing at that contract. And then I was hosting a show on WFAN one night and it comes through that there was a trade, a blockbuster deal. Isaiah Connor for Leffa, Josh Donaldson, and Ben Rortvet to the Yankees. For what? I, I still still don't know. Uh, let's let's talk football because it, it just it brings us into a – oh, what am I saying? We Raul Ibanez, 8 o'clock. We, you know, I just see I get lost in the Yankee stuff. It's it's depressing. It's sad. Uh, at least we had it in the early '90s, the late or the uh, the the late '90s, the early 2000s, 2000. Like it's going to be hard to get back to the mountaintop. I mean, I don't think that these guys really um, are going to put their money where their mouth is. I don't think these guys are really going to do what they need to do to compete with the rest of the league. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 